It's Monday night, another episode of The Loud Pedal. I am joined by my co-host, Michael Clark Griswold. What's up? And, of course, our manager is nowhere to be found right now, and PBR Josh is still on assignment. And, of course, me, the mouth. We have a special guest tonight, the electric company, Flying Ryan Watt. Welcome to the show, and happy belated birthday, Ryan. Hey, thank you, and thanks for having me. Absolutely. So, uh... We figure a very busy man this week. Uh, I know uh, maybe like a month or so ago, you guys had announced you were going down to Bristol. And then I don't know if that was before or after uh, Super Dirt Car Series announced those invitation only. And then uh, I guess, was it yesterday, Super Dirt Car posted that you were going. So how did that all kind of play out? Uh, we, uh, well, I mean, when they first announced it, we wanted to go, you know, and I got in contact right away with Dean Reynolds back when he first announced it. He said, hopefully everything will just be as many guys as want to go can go. You know what? He was hoping it wasn't going to be an invitational thing. So we started gearing up already. Um, this is a car that I ran last year and hadn't ran it this year at all with a big block. And it would kind of just been working at it and saving it kind of uh, to go to Bristol, you know, planning that the whole time. And, and then they put that announcement out that it was going to be invitational only. So when they put that announcement out, I kind of, messaged him right away i said hey dean what's the deal with this i said uh you know we were all gearing up for this he goes yeah i know he goes we really were hoping but bristol's only allowing so many cars you know 45 max or whatever and we got to be careful you know who can go and who can't go and uh but i guess the way everything worked out you know we were we're, we're going so i mean uh you know he said we support them every time they do that old door swing and sharon and stuff we went yep. out there and support them i ran florida with them you know volusia the one year and yep. uh so you know, they said, hey, you guys support us. We're trying to, they were trying to leave a couple spots open for some of the Southern guys, you know, that support them when they can. You know, they know it's hard for us to support them all the time with most of the races being up north. So uh, they still wanted some of the Southern guys to be able to, you know, come down and compete there if we wanted to. So that worked out pretty good for them. So how are you preparing to set up on your car at a place that pretty nobody's ever been to? How do you prepare for that? Well, I mean – you kind of get a lot of guessing. I mean, you go off of, I mean, I watched and other people have too, you know, you watch what happened with the late models down there. You get some notes that you heard that late model teams were doing with springs and shocks and different stuff that, you know, just stiffer rates and, you know, slowing things down a little bit with the shocks because of the G forces in the corners and, uh, and, and tire pressures, you know, they were running different, they were running a lot more air pressure in the tires. So it just gives you a, a somewhere to start for Thursday for our practice, you know, just some things a little bit different. I mean, I, it's probably not – I mean, I never ran Lebanon Valley, but, I mean, the corners and and the banking and stuff, I mean, I wouldn't think it would be too far off for guys that run there, you know, um, for a little bit of this stuff. So, but, you know, you just kind of go off of what you hear from different people and notes that other guys have taken so far that have ran down there. It just kind of answered my next question. I was going to say, is, uh, is Bristol maybe something you take some notes from Lebanon Valley? And, you know, because they're not exactly the same, but they're, I guess, kind of similar. Banking. Yeah, the banking and, and whatnot. So, uh, but I, I believe Bristol kind of fits your driving style. You know, uh, you like to go up there and run her up against the fence. So I think I think you'll do well down there. Yeah, I was just talking. It was funny you say that. We were, I mean, from the racing I seen there, there wasn't a whole lot of around the fence too much. I mean, but we are racing at night. You know, I didn't get to watch much of the late models when they ran at night. You know, I seen the stuff right. they had earlier in the, earlier in the month when it was, you know, the track was dry and whatever. I mean. And it's going to be cool when we're there, you know, uh, the weather or whatever. So maybe we'll be able to run up towards the top. But I was on the phone with uh, Rusty Smith because he's going down there. And 
we were talking. He goes, I, he, we were just joking. He says to me about, uh, he says, I know one thing. He goes, I'm not going to go to the outside of you. I said, why is that? He goes, because there won't be room. <laughs> 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 we, were just, we were just joking. I said, well, we'll see about that. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, because we were talking about Bridgeport, too, in a way, you know, I, we were just going on about different things, different gears, you know, like what gearing we would need down there, you know. And, right. You know, Bridgeport, two different tracks if you run the bottom compared to the top. And he was trying to judge that for, you know, for Bristol, you know, it's like, you know, all the way around the top of you, what kind of gear do you need there compared to running the bottom, you know? Right. So, yeah. So, yeah, just, I mean, it's nice that they give us Thursday to go down there and practice and shake things down, you know? Yeah, that is nice. Makes it, uh, makes it less of a, a total, uh, total chaos, I guess you would say. Yeah, I mean, basically, if you go out there, but, I mean, I don't know the whole format yet, honestly. They, I'm sure they put it out and I just haven't read it all yet, but, you know, I just figured we'd get down there and get through practice and then figure it out from there. But, you know, if we didn't have that practice day or, or have it planned, I'm, you know, we go down and probably run warm-ups right into a timed warm-up deal, you know? So it's like, oh, right. here we go. <laughs> you know, so at least we get to go out and get the feel for the place a little bit. Now, with uh, your son now racing in the full-size stock cars, how does that make you feel as a dad? Well, I mean, it definitely, I mean, it makes a, a proud dad, you know, I mean, we go down to yeah. Georgetown before the season started, we rented the track on a, on a Sunday with a couple other teams. And, uh, you know, it was just a, it was really laid back. Well, actually I was planning on taking my car down as well. And my trailer, the, the, the enclosed trailer had the leaf spring broke on it. So we ended up running down with Logan just in the, uh, in my, oh, my open trailer. So I got to spend about an hour and a half with him. And then Dave Shirk brought my other car down for me on his open trailer. So we ended up getting to practice, but I got to spend about an hour and a half with him just concentrating on him, which worked out really good. And, you know, he goes out there in that first session and looks pretty good. I'm like, wow, he looks pretty good first time out there, you know, running a good line and everything. And then second session he goes out, he's a little better. And then the third session he was on the rev chip already. I'm like, Oh boy, here we go. He's already on the rev <laughs> We're changing gears already. So, um, you know, it was, it was really cool to watch him that day. Just go out there and, you know, now he's going on tracks where he's going and, and watch me race at, win at, or, you know, and, and compete at. And he's, he's seeing things. And he's funny because he'll come in and say, well, I didn't realize, like, uh, last week when he were two weeks ago when he ran Big Diamond, he goes, man, it's really narrow in that backstretch. I said, yeah, yeah now you see is. why there's no yeah. room, you know, just, just things like that. He sees things that I've talked about or, you know, and it's just pretty cool that he gets to experience some of the stuff. And it's funny because he used to always say, why'd dad do this? Why is he doing that? You know, when he's watching, well, now he keeps his mouth shut because he sees <laughs> a little bit more and he's like, you know, he's in that big car now. He's like, he doesn't, he just sits there and, and watches. He doesn't even say nothing anymore. <laughs> so, so it's, uh, uh, with Logan moving up is, uh, and I think we, uh, we touched a little bit of last week. We spoke with, uh, Doug Rose. Is there going to be a time where we see you take a step back from racing a little bit? So to, to help Logan out a little bit more. Well, I mean, in a way, I kind of did a couple of years ago when we, with the whole quarter midget deal. We focused a little bit more on him, and I had a lot of fun doing that with him. I mean, we're still doing it this year because of the whole COVID thing last year. Um, he didn't get to travel and do the USAC events that we wanted to do, the big national events. Right. Um, so I did, I, I, you know, kind of cut back and wasn't running for points at Bridgeport last year. And uh, and even in the past, we, we skipped some races just to do some stuff with him. And we're still going to do that. I mean, when it comes to the modified, it's hard to say. I mean, because what sucks for both of them, it'd be nice if we could both race at the same place and right. go and race and, and have fun. But, like, with his age, I mean, being 12, he can't run Jersey. So, he can't come to Bridgeport until he's 15. So, um, and that's with permission. So, I mean, it's cool. I didn't realize we were going to be able to take him to Big Diamond. And, 
you know, we really didn't have that planned this year. We were really just planning on running Delaware and, and Georgetown, those two tracks with them. And, you know, and in Seals Grove, we were allowed to do it. So I'm like, okay, so some more things opened up this year than what I thought we were going to be able to do. Um, so that made it pretty cool. But um, so I don't know, I, I, you know, I'm sure at one point in time, it'll, it'll scale back a little bit, but you know, he's getting a bigger jump start uh, than I ever did. You know, I didn't start racing until I was 17. So, right. I mean, he's got, he started when he was five with the quarter midget, so he's already got seven years in that, and, you know, he's five years ahead of me with the big cars already. Yeah, it's crazy how uh, how much younger kids are getting started. We actually, uh, I think we spoke about that maybe a couple episodes ago. Yeah. With, uh, with, Keith, with Keith Hoffman, because he's got the, you know, Tanner Van Doren running his car, and, uh, you know, it's crazy. You know, you got 12, 13-year-olds, you know, moving up into sportsman and small block already. Yep. Yeah, I mean, and it's, but it's not like it's a 12-year-old a kid that just jumped in a car for the first time and never ran anything, you know? No, These that's kids, a good like point. Tanner that's Van a Dorn, very good point. You know, yeah. it's, it's, you know, because people, I, I've been asked that question multiple times, what I think about. I mean, years, a couple years ago when Tanner first jumped in a car, you know, a lot of people were questioning, what do you think? You think that's too young of an age? He was, I think, I mean, he might have been 11 the first time he jumped in or whatever, but I mean, yes. he was definitely 12 last year when he ran, and people were asking me, and I'm like, well, I've seen a kid race quarter midgets. I've seen him race other things. He's been racing since he was five. You know, it's like he has, he knows what to do, you know I mean? And you watch him jump in and he, he holds his line, he, you know, or at that time, you know, he was just, it's like, you know, but then it's like I said, it's not like you're taking somebody that's 12 that doesn't have any experience or feel or anything and, and jumping into cars. So, I mean, there's definitely different ways of looking at it. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. I, I just, I mean, a 12 year old racing with adults. I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, but it's the same thing as like when Von Dorn and Hearn started at 16, I guess. What if they age group of like a 12 to 16 year old division with the big cars? Yeah. I mean, that to me, that's not a bad thing uh, if they were to do something like that, but it's, nobody has started that yet. You know, um, right. We could be the you first. Know, so that's the downfall for it because it's like, what are you going to have two, three, four, you know, I mean, until you get it started, it's, there's not going to be much competition right away. You know what I mean? And that's, yeah, like, that's true. I too. Mean, yeah. I mean, that's the hard part of that, you know, and it, it's hard to say, I mean, to try to get, you know, what track would be the first track to decide to do that? You know what I mean? Right. Like, you know, some of these tracks, so that's a problem for, for Logan, or, I mean, I shouldn't say a problem, but for these younger guys, like, Bridgeport does, and, and I think New Egypt still does, you know, they have these the rookie class, you know. Well, right. Big Diamond doesn't have a yes. rookie class. You know, when they do that, they make you start in the back, and you can still run the regular class, but you start in the back in the other heats for so many weeks till you graduate from the rookie class, you know. Right. And it kind of sucks because the, the, the tracks that allow the younger guys to race that don't have a, a, a rookie division, you know. So it would be nice kind of, I think, if they still had that at, you know, like I said, if Big Diamond were to have a rookie deal, I think it would be a good thing. No, I, I agree. Um, going going back to Bridgeport, uh, you know, uh, when Bridgeport was the five eights, I mean, that was that was your track. I mean, you know, any any given week, you know, there's a pretty good chance you were in victory lane or you weren't far behind. Uh, the track changed obviously when Doug bought the place, and and I don't want to say that you've struggled because you've you've definitely been fast. I, I want to say maybe you've just had a ton of not the greatest of luck since the track has changed over. Yeah. I mean, some of it's, some of it's luck. I mean, the way our season started out this year, we haven't had any luck with draws. Like all these races at the beginning of the year, like our first points race is a draw, you know, and, right. and we, we started 10th in a heat race and I qualify to make the redraw and we redraw 11th, you know, it's like, <laughs> I just have no luck this year with draws. So that's, 
that didn't <laughs> help me at all, you know, with any of the races this year. But, you know, so I don't know how – so to deal with Bridgeport, I mean, I don't think you're going to see – and I could be wrong, but the way Bridgeport is right now, it's so racy. I mean, I don't see you're going to see any, see anybody dominate that place where they're going to win – five six times a row because it's so hard like last week we went almost non-stop we had a caution with the last lap when pouch blew a right retire right and it's so hard to go from 13th 14th or whatever to run up to the front i mean i know go down got lucky there in the beginning he got some spots right away um and got through but i mean i was battling right there with buffalino and pouch and we weren't going and we started 11th and 12th and 9th and we were running 7th 8th and 9th you know it's like <clears throat> it's just uh it's just a tough place it's pretty it's amazing because guys will be running the bottom guys will run the top, but until you get back to the flag stand, you're, you're equal again. You know, it's just, right. it's crazy. It is crazy. It's crazy. It just doesn't, uh, it's not where I, I just don't see it being a place where somebody's going to be super dominant there, especially now that it went from being, you know, the five eights was a big block track. Now, now with the track that we have there, the track slows down and slicks off in a feature where a big block's not the car you want to have, you know, you really want to have a spec head or a small block, you know, for the feature you know the heat races is fine but as that track goes away that the, the weight break and everything you get with a spec head uh just seems to be the way to go and then everybody has them so you're so equal it's right. just it's just hard you know like i said for somebody to be that dominant it's going to be it'll shock me like i guess i think you're going to see a lot of different winners there which isn't a bad thing it's just it's just tough makes for a tighter championship chase which is good for oh, fans yeah. it's probably not for you guys well, so much but well, I mean, it, well, what it is for us, it's stressful because you want to. Yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah, that's you, what I'm you saying. You scratch your head. Yeah. You scratch like, your head. I, you're like, what can I yeah. do to be? What can I do to be better? But it's like, okay, uh, Buffalino finished first and second last week, and now he's running right in front of me, and I'm running right with him. I mean, I passed him back. He passed me back. It's like, okay, we're just as good as he was. It's it's a lot of track position, you know. I mean, it's just. Uh, I mean, in the long races, like the hundred lapper and the fifty lappers, the race when a track really slicks off, then it then it gets mm-hmm. interesting because the track changes a lot. But in the shorter races, it's tough. Do you see? Uh, you gonna be doing any more sprint car stuff, or you're you're like you're done with that? I don't know. I mean, as of right now, it's it's on hold or done or whatever, I guess. But uh, I wouldn't mind getting. I wouldn't mind doing some more uh, some more wing stuff. No wingless. No wingless stuff. Probably not the wingless stuff. I mean, that's just, uh, I don't know. I, I had a lot of fun doing it. But, uh, <laughs> okay. No, I, like, uh, I like both. I don't know. I, I, mean, I, enjoy, I enjoy watching both. For me, I mean, I, I drive anything for the most part, but it's just, I don't know. I got I got so much going on with Logan and everything. And yeah, that's I have true. Going on yeah. Too, it's yeah. Just, I just honestly just don't have time really to do it all. And, and to help you out with your draws, just have Stuart Friesen pick for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's pretty. He's pretty lucky. Yeah. He's playing. He's picking our Powerball numbers tonight too. <laughs> uh, I mean, so, I, I, I'll, I'll go ahead, Mike. I'm sorry. Uh, so I was gonna say your plans for this year, pretty much uh, Bridgeport on Saturday nights, maybe uh, with Logan on Friday nights at Diamond. Yeah. So now that that the big Diamond thing came about, yeah. I mean, we're gonna go there when we can, um, when it doesn't fit in or uh, doesn't interfere with other you know races I have going on or. Um, you know, if there's a race down at Georgetown, I'd like to take Lake Logan too. And I mean, I'm going to do whatever Friday night shows Georgetown has, which big diamond usually has a modified off anyway, then and stuff too. So, but, uh, but we'll probably hit some of those and then I'm going to do, you know, follow the Deo series yet, you know, the short track style series Mm -hmm. and, uh, and Bridgeport will be, like I said, our home track for the most part. But 
there's a couple. We're going to do Phoenixville's national event for the USAC for, for the quarter midgets, and then Hagerstown has a national event. And then we're definitely – I'm going to take Logan out. Uh, they're doing a dirt race at uh, Indy this year for the quarter midgets. And oh, usually cool. they've had races out at Indy, and it was on pavement. Well, this year it's on dirt, so I'd like to take him out. The kids actually get to do a lap around – the big track in their quarter midget. They line them all up on the front stretch, and then they all get pushed off, and they do a whole lap around the big big track. So, oh, how cool! Um, how cool is that? Yeah, that is yeah. So cool. there's, so there's, yeah. I think there was 300 and or close to 400 cars last year entered into that Woo. the pavement race they had. So they lined all of them up, and they all pushed off at once, and they're all. I mean, it, it was crazy, but it was just you know they just parade around, but it's it's freaking nuts seeing all these cars lined up on the track, you know. And um, so we definitely want to do that. So I'm probably going to miss a race at Bridgeport or something for that, but. Uh, you know, it's just going to be a neat experience. I've been out to Indy, uh, never to watch a race, but I've been there with, uh, for PRI a couple of times and Logan hasn't been out there yet. So I think it'd be pretty cool to get him out there. I mean, that's definitely worth missing a Bridgeport race for, uh, oh, you're going uh, to, Indy. A life, you're a going to, experience. yeah, absolutely. Right. You got any room? Can right. you, you got room for another person to go to that? <laughs> <laughs> we might. <laughs> Oh man, that's that's like the mecca in my opinion of like all of racing right there. Wow, you're going to the holy yeah. land of racing. Sorry, you are. Oh yeah, yep. I mean, I never, I've never got to see any racing. I mean, maybe there'll be some midweek stuff going on out there with sprint cars or something we can get to watch. Because a lot of times they they try oh. to plan these races around that for the kids to go to. You know what I mean? Like like when we did Eldor, they had Eldor out there for the kids, and they had the four crown going on. You know, at the same time. So. Um, so I'm sure there's going to be something going on out there that, that we'll get to see. Yeah. Like some satellite shows and stuff. Yep. Yeah. Um, like Bloomington would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, uh, satellite shows, I know the, I know the last year they had it, maybe the last two years you've gone up and done super dirt week. Any plans to doing that again? I don't know. We didn't really, I mean, we have, we get passes, we have reserved camping spots up there. So, um, you know, we were going to go last year, so they rolled over to this year. So we still have our spots and everything, but, you know, with doing, uh, doing Bristol, I mean, that was a big thing for us this year to go down there. Right. Um, I don't know. We didn't really, I guess we kind of just figure we'll see what we, where we end up with halfway through the summer and, and decide on that. I mean, we definitely have a lot of fun going up there, but, um, you know, I haven't done the satellite races up there in years either. I mean, it was back in like 2001 or two that I did, uh, you know, rolling wheels and, and brewer and stuff like that. And that was a lot of fun, but I also did the mile at that time too. So yeah. maybe we'll go up and maybe try to satellite races instead of doing, uh, as we go. I don't know. We just, you never know. It's just, it'd be something different to do. Cause it's been a while since I've been at those tracks. I, uh, rolling wheels was such a great racetrack. What'd you think of that, that track? That, that, that track would actually it. fit I mean, your style. That's like a wide open balls to the walls kind of track. Right. So, so I did like rolling wheels, but the thing is, the funny about it was that was before I started, that was when I was still running Grandview and East Windsor and things like right. that. So I really wasn't, it wasn't, it was before my Bridgeport time, you know? So okay. once I ran okay. Bridgeport, I would have loved to go back up to rolling wheels and run there again, you know? Um, kind of like Can-Am. I liked Can-Am last year when I went there because it reminded me a lot of, or two years ago, it was, it was like running Bridgeport. Okay. Um, any any plans of doing Eastern States any time in your career? Honestly, I don't know. I never uh, never thought about it a whole lot, to be honest with you. I just there's so much. I mean, I was there a couple times years ago. I was there helping Chuck Bauer out up there, and then I helped Horton out there a couple times. Um, I just we just never had the Hoosiers. You know, the Hoosier deal was always a problem running. You know, now we have some because of going to Bristol with the Hards and stuff. But it was just a big. Uh, 
it was always a big cost for us to do that when we, okay. you know, a lot of times Delaware was running or whatever, and we could just go down there and run the American racers that we have, you know? That, so that yeah, was, that makes sense. That was, okay. That was the reason. I mean, especially if, especially if it is the same time as Delaware's big race again, we'll probably go down there because my car owner, Ron Roberts, is from Delaware, and that's what we usually support, you know, that deal. Um, you know, and if Logan's going to be able to run down at Delaware too. So I don't know. I'd have to look. I honestly don't even know what this, where the schedule falls on that, but I wouldn't mind, you know, doing the race that's for sure i mean even if we found somebody else's car you know if somebody else from up there was looking for somebody to run i you know they had all that stuff and and kind of was more comfortable with the the deal with the hoosiers you know well uh we'll, we'll put out some feelers for you to try to get you a ride for eastern states yeah i'm local to orange county so i can see what i can muster up for you all right I don't know how much I don't know how much pool we have, but we'll we'll give it a shot. <laughs> yeah, not much. You're probably a handshake and who? <laughs> that's what that's what I'll get. I mean, that, I, that would be cool. You know, it, it really sucks that there's different rules from here in New York down to the South region. It's just like you said, having problems with the Hoosiers to call. Can't they kind of have a comp? Isn't there some kind of there's got to be some kind of happy medium at least between American racers and the Hoosier compound wise that you guys could run together. Not really. I mean, oh. the Hoosiers are just totally different than the American racer. I mean, it's just some tracks, it's just they like the Hoosiers. Some tracks like the, the American racer better. You know, it's just it just with American racer, we have so many different options of compounds, you know. So yeah. it's just, I don't know. I It's it's definitely tough with the, with that. I, w- I mean, I wish everybody ran the same power. It would be great, you know, that we could yeah. all yeah, you could all go. the same, but yep. it's not. Yep, I agree. I, I really agree with that. Now, uh, yeah, I mean, pretty much like the sprint car deal. You know what I mean? The four tens, you can pretty much run your sprint car and your same tires and stuff everywhere for the most part. You know, and and that's that's nice. Now, as far as the the American races versus the Hoosier go, obviously, you know, you run American race for I'm going to say 99% of the time. So, uh, how much of a, I guess, uh, adjustments is it for you to run on a Hoosier tire? Well, it's definitely different. I mean, the setup's a little different with a car. I mean, because the sidewalls are stiffer on the Hoosier. It's, um, you know, but then the biggest thing is the tire prep. You know, I kind of haven't haven't ran these tires in a while, and those guys are on top of their game with how much to cut them, how much to sipe them, you know, uh, how deep to sipe them, what, what size the blocks should be cut to, you know. So they know better when it comes to the Hoosiers on that, you know. And, and the guys from up north used to be at a disadvantage when they came down and ran American races with us for the same reason, you know, they didn't right. know how to, how to cut yeah. their tires, how to cut their tires or whatever. Well, now, now with Deo having Fonda and well, Utica Rome, but Utica Rome now, yeah. Other tracks, you know, other tracks up North running, uh, American racers as well. And then a lot of those guys running the series. So they've, they, they figured out what they need to do with their tires too. So they kind of got an advantage with that, that they're running both of them all the time and back and forth. So they, you know, they got, like I said, they're a little ahead of us with that part of it. Yeah, I think you guys still fare pretty well against them guys when they come down south. I mean, obviously you have your uh, your, your big guys, you know, Shepard and, and Stu and Mahaney. Them guys run pretty good, but for the most part, I think you guys hold your own down here. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, you know, like when they come into Big Diamond and, and, and Grandview and stuff like that, it's definitely, you know, pretty – it evens out pretty well. Uh, so – What's a uh, what's a wish list uh, win that you want to get before you call it a career? Sixer. Well, definitely Grandview's uh, Freedom Seventy Sixer. I mean, 
you know, growing up here and, and going to Granby for so many years, I mean, I finished second there uh, to Von Dorn one year and uh, won, the, won the cash dash there, won the Minuteman 20, pretty much won everything there is except for that race, so with within that race. So it'd be great to, to win that race for sure. You know, last year we were able to pick up the Cold Cracker, which, it, I mean, that was a great race I'd love to win. And it really, I thought I'd win the Sixer probably before I won the Cold Cracker. So um, to pick that up, that was great last year. So, yeah, I mean, that's definitely one of the races I'd, I'd love to knock off. Uh, last year's Cold Cracker was mine and Mike's first time at Big Diamond, and we got to see you win that big race. Cool. Yeah, yeah that was – I mean, sorry, because, of, right <laughs> because of us, you won that because it was our first time. We walked in. No, well, anyway. <laughs> no, I, no, usually any guests that we have, usually their careers go to shit after they're on the show, pretty much. <laughs> no, who, so, no, we talk, we talk, so, no, who do we talk to when they won the week oh, after? Was it Ryan Godown? I think it was Godown. We, we put Billy Pouch Jr. in the hospital, right? Remember that? Oh, yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, was, yeah, he got sick. And oh. he was, yeah, he mentioned he yep. was going to come on the show, and he had to cancel, and he got sick. So, yeah, he just wasn't having good luck after after that with us, or with his career right. last year was racing. Um, your Mount Rushmore of racing could be any driver, any class, living or dead. Who is on your Mount Rushmore of racing? Well, I mean, she's there. There's quite a few of them for me. I mean, because growing up, going you know, going to Grandview and stuff. Uh, you know, it was Craig Von Doren watching him and watching Dwayne, and but then getting to see guys like Jimmy Horton and, and Billy Pouch and them battle on a on a dirt series and Doug Hoffman. Um, so there's quite a few guys like that that you know I kind of looked up to and uh, and I actually got to work with most of them um, through my through my racing career just through whoever they drove for were people that I was associated with. So I ended up learning a lot from those guys. I mean, even you know Jeff Strunk and stuff. I mean, so. You know, there's some of the best guys that, in our area uh, that I got to to watch. I mean, but one guy that I, I really admired, I mean, that was before I started racing. It was because my grandfather had a place up in uh, New York on the on the St. Lawrence River uh, up at Cape, uh, Cape Vincent there, not far mm-hmm. from Watertown. We'd go up mm-hmm. to Can-Am and watch races. And, I, you know, Bob McCready was all over the TV up there. You know, and oh, I was yeah. a kid. I was 14, 13, 12 years old, you know, watching this. And kind of became a fan of Bob McCready because we'd go up there nice. and watch. We always planned our vacation. I mean, that was, nice. like I said, way before I started racing. We planned our vacations around when the Dirt Series race was at Can-Am. You know, we'd go up there and we'd catch their regular Saturday show and then catch the midweek Dirt Series race. And uh, So, yeah, so, I mean, Bob McCready was definitely one that I always looked up to up there. And, and it was cool because, for me, I didn't really know much about stuff because I only got to go to Grandview when I was a kid. But, you know, Frank Tozy was up there racing, and I heard, you know, mm-hmm. he was from Pennsylvania. I'm like, oh, really? Like, you know, <laughs> so I got to know more about Frank Tozy too, you know. So, I mean, guys like that that got to travel, and I got to see them all over the place was pretty cool. Now, now speaking of Can-Am, there was a race there last night, and I, we're not interested in the – No, Pen-Can, Pen-Can. Yeah, Pen-Can. You talk about Lafargeville. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, so, so the race last night. Did you happen to watch any of it or catch the highlights? I saw, I saw one highlight today of it. Um, yeah. The last lap. Yeah. So we we don't care about the the after the yeah the, the after race math, stuff. Let's call it. Um, yeah. And and if, the, right. if as as a driver, I know some some drivers don't want to touch on these subjects. So if you don't want to touch on it, we we completely understand. But Brian and I both see that as a completely clean pass. Uh, you know, there well, for the win. 
So what, what's what's kind yeah. of your take on that? I mean, I, I agree with you on that. I mean, he – I mean, Alex Alex drove it down in the corner, and his, his back bumper went past uh, Tyler's front bumper, you know what I mean, from what I've seen. I mean, I didn't watch it really close, but, I mean, to me, he was – you know, it, honestly – that type of racing, that that pass for the lead on last lap, I mean, it's coming for the checker, or whatever. Yeah, but yeah that, exactly. That's that's what happens on lap one and two at Bridgeport every week. You know, that's yes, what yes, used, yes. That's what Yankowski's used to doing week in yes. and week out. You know, I mean, because that's that's the way what it is down there at Bridgeport. You're driving down in there and you're driving across the track, and you know, there's sometimes you're clear, sometimes you're not, but it's it's like. It's like midget racing with big cars. You know, I mean, that's kind yeah, of how the racing's become at Bridgeport. It's in, it's it's insane. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we we completely agree. And I mean, Brian, we had this yeah. conversation earlier. Like, man, if he didn't like that pass, he better never come down to Bridgeport. Don't ever go run. to Bridgeport because forget about it. Your wife's hands are going to be sore from hitting people. I guess from slide jobs upon slide jobs. Right. I mean, that's right. just. I mean, it. <sighs> They do it in sprint car. It's uh, it was a clean pass. I'm sorry, it was a clean slider. And you're not there to run second. You're there to win. Right, right. I mean, if he would have went in, his right rear would have hit him in the left front and and shoved him up over the berm or whatever. So you know, okay, okay, that wasn't a clean pass. I could see him being upset, but yeah, I mean, he totally cleared his whole front end. You know, maybe he had to get on his brakes a little bit, but that's, he cleared him. You know, so. And that isn't that the kind of the point of a slide job though is to break it's the other to make guys. The other guy break, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's, yeah, it definitely, uh, yeah. Like I, I've seen guys make that move and only be up to their door, you know, and, and run into the side <laughs> of them for the win, you know? So. Oh yeah. We've seen that before upset. too. Absolutely. Yeah. We've I seen way dirtier down, stuff sure. than that. <laughs> I, I don't. Right. I, I, but I just, you know, yeah. there again, you know, it was like, I don't, like I said, I saw that one video today and it was pretty clear. Now, there was a video last night, and I couldn't tell you anything because it was so dusty. I couldn't see it, so I, have yeah. no, I couldn't yeah. tell you what happened. You know what I mean? And that could have been the same point of view that the fans got. I don't know, you know. Yeah, that that dust so. is crazy. Oh man, uh, uh, how how difficult? I mean, obviously for the for us fans, it's extremely difficult for us. You know, when it's really dusty. But I mean, is it how difficult is it for you as a driver to run in a race where it's so dusty like that? I mean. Doesn't that pose like a huge safety issue? It does, especially on uh, on the starts, like you know, on a restart or whatever. It gets so dusty. If you're back at like 15th or or further back, I mean, you can't see sometimes going down a front stretch, and you're just hoping you know where the track is, but you're just hoping there's no car stop there, you know, or a wreck. Because <laughs> you know, it's just it's scary. But then after like a lap, or, you know, lap one lap gets in or whatever. You can you can see, you know, for the most part. I mean, you can see. Now the fans might not be able to see quite as good or whatever the camera angle, but usually it's it's not bad. But it's just the starts usually that are the what you got to worry about sometimes. I mean, it's it's not very often it's that bad, but you know, it's it can it can be bad. Yeah. Um. What was I going to say? Oh, uh, Super Dirt Car Series will be at Bridgeport in like two weeks. Are you going to be at the show? That's super. We're planning on it as long as uh. Everything goes well at Bristol, so I mean that'd, that'd be the same car. So as long as everything goes well down there, we'll, uh, you know, bring it home, go through it, and, and get ready for Bridgeport. That's my uh, that's my next Bridgeport race is the Super Dirt race. Why well, not going to be to July third? So Ryan, if you're there, I'll come down and visit you in July. All right, sounds good. Yeah, uh, we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up, Ryan. Uh, I know you, you're a busy man trying to get ready for uh, Bristol and everything. Uh, before we let you go. 
Uh, is there any sponsors, anybody you want to thank? Yeah, I definitely got to thank, uh, well, I mean, Ron Roberts um, and Faye, they're uh, my two car owners that, uh, you know, have been supporting me for, I don't even know now, it's been a, quite a few years, you know, since 09 or 08 or whatever we've been together. So uh, I got to thank them for everything. I mean, without them, we wouldn't be traveling to Bristol. And uh, we got a bunch of uh, good sponsors on the car. We got um, one this year that came on board, IV Settlement Group, uh, helping out. And uh, we got Schaefer's Oil, Bob Hilbert, VP, Marielle. Diamond Disposal, Jones. I mean, we got uh, Birdsboro Napa, Ray Monogans, and Ronnie's Auto Repair. I mean, we got we got a bunch of sponsors that that step up and help us out throughout the whole year, and uh, you know, get us like I said to go to be able to do this Bristol deal and travel around to all the other races we get to. I got I gotta I gotta ask you one more question. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a name out there and just tell me the first thing that comes to mind. James Parsons. James Parsons. Does that ring a bell? He, yep. He's one of our uh, big fans from <laughs> Yeah, Delaware, he is. That's for sure. Yes, he is. Yeah, he's a huge yeah, can... fan. He was blowing my phone yep. up today. <laughs> yeah, he's big like, time. He's like, when's the episode's going to be up? When can I listen? When can I listen? <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. James, have, James is I, a good I can guy. Tell you, he's, he is, and so is, we have a lot of great fans in Delaware. I, You know, whether – whether it's because of driving for Ron Roberts and being from Delaware, or whatever, but all the races we go down there for the fans down there uh, are, are the best. I mean, always coming over and asking Leslie if she needs anything or when she's overselling t-shirts and just, uh, just they're great down there for us, you know, and they love seeing us come down. And that's why I enjoy going down there and supporting whatever races they have just to, to get to see all these, uh, to see these fans down there, you know, the camp orange race and stuff's a good benefit. And, uh, like I said, it's just great. We go down there and have a blast, and you know, so many people come over and say hi to us down there. It's crazy. I uh, I think it extends way past Delaware. I mean, I don't I don't care what track you go to down here. You know, there's a there's a sea of Ryan Watt T-shirts in the stands, whether it's Bridgeport, Delaware, Grandview, Diamond. There there's yeah, you got you got a quite a quite the following there. I love it. Yep, we definitely. Uh, <laughs> Leslie we loves definitely, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she loves it. She's always selling shirts. I love our fans. I love, love, love them. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Now it's good to see, uh, you know, and, and fans obviously love a, a a driver like yourself who's very fan friendly. Yeah. You know, last Definitely thing, class last th- yeah, last thing fans want is a driver that just kind of like blows you off. Like, eh, who cares? Yeah. No, we uh we enjoy having the fans coming <laughs> over and uh. And, I heard that. And, you know, hanging out with us and, you know, checking things out, asking questions, you know. It, it, it's interesting because we do have a lot of fans that come over, and they really – some of them never really looked at the cars up close, you know, and, and they want to look in them and, and just ask questions, you know, whether – you know, just they don't know, you know, so they want to ask questions and stuff. It's pretty cool just getting to talk to them and explain them to them. So, yeah, no, that's, yeah, that's no, it's, it's great. Awesome. Well, Ryan, we uh, we appreciate you coming on and, and taking some time with us tonight. And, uh, you know, we uh, wish you the best of luck down in Bristol this weekend. We'll definitely be watching on TV. All right, man. Thank you. It sounds good. And uh, uh, thanks for, for having me on the show. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It was our pleasure having you on. Thank you. All right. I'll be talking with you again. All right. See you, Ryan. Bye, Ryan. All right. See you. Well, that was the electric company, Flying Ryan Watt. Presented by? Presented by? Well, I'm going to tell you right now, Mike, who was presented by. (laughs) 
Presented by the Comfort Experts. Hey, whether it's a simple HVAC or tune-up or you need a new system installed, well, those guys, they're going to do that for you, you know. Um, <clears throat> their accomplished project with their brand of old-fashioned service and modern solutions, Comfort Expert does it all. Plumbing, heating, air conditioning, water heaters, ductless heat, pumps, residential, and commercial. They are located, they service Orange County, Rockland County, Westchester County, and the entire Hudson Valley area in New York. Um, Mike, I misplaced their number. Well, you got to call Kevin and Mike. You, do you remember the number offhand, Mike? No. <laughs> back, to you, five. back to you, Brian. <laughs> Man, I can't remember phone numbers. It's 845-374-2000. Give Kevin and Mike a call. Thank you. Our sponsors are going to be so disappointed in me. Oh my! So so disappointed. I, I really thought you had that number nailed. So when you're no. not kidding, when you say Brian, what's that number? Uh, well, yeah, I'm, I'm really asking you for the number. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, that's cool. Uh, that was a cool interview. Ryan. Ryan's great guy. Uh, great driver. Uh, ton of fans. Ton of fans. This is probably the most well, requested episode we've gotten. Uh, wait till we have his. Uh, I would guess his counterpart in New York would be Kenny Tremont, just as friendly as, as Ryan, class act, go down there, talk to him, and they'll just, you know, it. That's that to me, that's what makes part of it. That's why I will like a specific driver because of that. And just think, in another year, we can have an interview with Logan. Logan. Oh, we're definitely, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll try to book Logan next year. Like, we should have definitely. Booked we should have booked them together tonight. Hey, we failed. Towards the end of the year, we could do that. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. It's our show. It's our show. Yeah, we do what we want. That's right. I would love to have Bob and Tim McCready on. Uh, so Leslie sent us a picture of the the quarter I midgets. That. I saw it. That was on, awesome. Uh, Indy. That was that's, yeah, that that's is, a lot of quarter midgets. That out is there. a lot of quarter midgets. That is so cool though. <laughs> that is very cool. I'm yeah. I'm kind of I gotta be honest. I'm kind of jealous. I'm a little jealous too. A little jealous. Well, uh, how I, cool is that? As I don't care. If they do nothing for the rest of their life, you took a lap around the hollow grounds. Oh, absolutely. Of the Indianapolis just, Motor Speedway. Just, I mean, come on. Just think of the names that are engraved in the bricks there. Oh. <laughs> you know? Foyt, Andretti, Bettenhausen, Unser. Yeah, the list goes Bears. on. Yeah. Absolutely. It's crazy. Chevro- Ready? Chevrolet. Yeah. Uh, yes. Castor Nevis. Yes, the, twice, the right? Chevrolet. Castor Nevis. Yeah, two or, two or three times. Yeah. Grant Keedy. We have our first Japanese. Uh, I can't think of his name right now. And I was rooting for him a couple times. Uh, AJ, that was an AJ Foyt owned car. He won. And, uh, then, and then shipped over to NASCAR for the Brickyard. You know, and there's some legends inscribed there too. Earnhardt, Gordon, Stewart. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Boy, no. Nah. <laughs> and they, they get to take a lap around it. That's so cool. The race started in 1911. 1911. I think it's super cool, too, that they're putting dirt on the quarter midget track out there. I think that's way cool. I think it's inside the facility because they had a yeah, couple think, of their tracks yeah. in there, too. Yeah, I think it's oh, in the field somewhere. Michael Schumacher has one there. Not the 500. They had the um, U.S. Grand Prix, and Schumacher's won that. So, yeah, I mean, my God. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's crazy. 
It's just that, ah, uh, I, I, I think I'd pass out if I ever went there. Cause now I'm definitely a bucket list race to Indy 500 for me. De- hands down. Just uh, to be a, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah be well, a for me, it just, yeah. I think I'd be like the whole thing, you know what I'm saying, Mike? I just, yeah, yeah for it, me, for me. Oh, no, I get it. I would, I would go for the, you know, the experience. I just, I don't know how enjoyable the actual race would be. I don't care. I'm there. <laughs> yeah. You can only see what's in front of you, you know? I mean. Yeah. Well, they got big screens and stuff there now. Yeah. Too, so. Like, I, I went to a, I went to an IndyCar race at uh, Pocono, like, two years ago, and that was probably the most boring-ass race I've ever been to. Yeah, here they go. All right, anyway, because uh, <laughs> they're going, like, 600 miles an hour down that long street. Yeah. Well, and, and they had a real bad wreck back in the tunnel turn, and it was red yeah. light for like an hour and a half. I was living, yeah, they took them down to Lehigh Valley Hospital and all that. Yeah, I was just like, oh, yeah. man. And it was hot, dude. It was so hot. Yeah. That was a miserable day, too. Uh, my grandfather told me, he said, you know, the hottest and the coldest place on earth is at a racetrack. That makes a lot of sense, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Your grandfather's a wise man. He is a wise man. So, all right, uh, I don't know, whatever you want to get out of the way first, uh, Stu, picking 16 poles this weekend, or we just want to jump into the pen can deal. I, it's just, I, I'm over the Stu deal. I mean, it's yeah, like, so am I, whatever. Like, he's going to pick the pole. He's going to pick the pole, and, and he's going he's gonna to win, and it is what it is. I mean, look, I'm not taking anything away from Stu. No, nobody is. It's just Stu, constant Stu picking is, the pole. Yeah, he's, 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 he's a hell of a driver. He's yeah, hot he, right now. He's hot. He is, and uh, he got hot last year, and it, and, and it never faded. No, hey, he's you know? hitting his stride right now. I mean, what yeah. can you say? The, man's, the guy is talent, very talented. Now, you got some of your bandwagon Stu fans. Like, did you root for him before he got the Hallmarks? I remember him in not-so-great rise, but still a talented man. So, yeah, he earned it, yes. He has unlimited resources or whatever. He earned it, though. He, he definitely earned it. And, you know, I've, I've thought about this. Him running NASCAR almost, I think, helps because he's not in the modified as much to hit a cold streak. You know, he gets out of the car, he's hot, he gets right back in and just picks up where he left off. There's no, you know, a guy like, uh, you know, Matt Shepard or, or even Ryan Watt or, or any of those guys, you know, where they're yeah, running. Yeah, their 60, 70 races, 80 yeah. races, whatever. There's you're going to you're gonna hit a, a slump. Exactly. Every guy goes through a little bit like a midseason slump. They just go through right. it. They're tired or just whatever it is. Yeah, so, I mean, and, and not to need to get refreshed or burned out. Yeah, exactly. And not to mention it helps Stu keep his equipment fresh. You know, he's right. not. That's another he's not, thing, re, too. He's not rebuilding right. stuff as often as no. other guys are because he's. He's running half the races because of, you know, his, his commitment with NASCAR and, and all that other stuff. So I think that it definitely helps him. So uh, nothing, nothing against Stu. I think he's a hell of a wheel man. I'm just. Yeah. I mean, we all. Not, yeah, not, not everybody's, not everybody's going to be a fan. It is. If we were all fans of the same driver racing. It'd be, be, so it'd be really boring. And I'd <laughs> still, still say, I hate that, that phrase. Everybody hates a winner. Then there would be absolutely nobody to root for then. If we all yeah, hate yeah, winners, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. Nah, he's uh, I, I, I hate that phrase too. I think I, I just, there'd be nobody to root for. Yeah. We don't yeah. hate still. I, I don't, dis- I just don't root for Look, him. In all seriousness, I've met him in person. He's a, he's a really hell of a nice guy. He really, really is. I just, no, I agree. I, you know, I, I've seen him in some, you know, other cars and stuff. And he's, I always thought he's talented and he is, but. I would root for somebody probably over him. 
Well, yeah, uh, <laughs> usually. Well, he's up at Fonda. Fonda's going to be on Flow now every Saturday. Yeah, I mean, is he going to be there every Saturday, though? I don't, <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, NASCAR usually, I don't think they, the trucks normally run on a. No, they have, I think, a couple of times where he has flown up and, like, caught caught the tail end of a concierge or, or yeah. something like that. But, uh, but, I mean, uh, what's his face? On uh, one of the restarts on Saturday night up at Fonda, uh, Josh Hohenforst, he got yeah. still. He got him. Oh, he did he? Oh, he I, got I, him. I said, ooh. But guess what lane he didn't, like, t- kind of take away? <laughs> Which one? The outside. And Stu just, whoop. Took it back. I'm like, dude, you kind of, well, but whatever. Not saying Stu wouldn't have won anyway, but it was pretty interesting. Yeah, because he won like by like 30 seconds. Oh, he had like a 30 second lead or, yeah, or something it, crazy. Yeah, he, he lapped everybody, including himself. Yeah, yeah. So it's. I mean, that thing know, was that thing was a rocket ship. I mean, okay, whatever. You think so? You know, NASCAR hit the trucks. They don't normally race during the week, so you think it'd be possible for Stu to run the the dirt car series in in full? You know, but they, they normally race on like a Tuesday or a Wednesday. But is he going to though? If I'm hot, I want that title. I'm sorry, I I can't put him. Especially, especially I want him. I don't want. It. I'm not saying I want him to win the title, but it, he's got to win that Super Dirt Series title, at least one of them. Yeah, no, I agree. And he's never won the the Dirt Car Championship. So. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, so go against those guys and try. You know. Maybe when he decides not to run NASCAR anymore, he, he, he goes back on a tour full-time. Who knows? Yeah, but which one? Is he going to do both? I would love to see head-to-head all year round between him him Williams, well, him and Williamson and Shepard in the, the Super Dark Car Series. And him and Shepard and I, I – well, oh, don't forget about Mahaney. I think I just jinxed him Saturday, too, and I had to pick him to win everything. But uh, I would like to see the Shepard and Stu show, possibly, on the Dale Tour. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I don't see, I don't, I don't see, I don't see him continue to the NASCAR thing on a long, long term. Uh, I don't know. Ten years from now, is that his goal? Is he want to try something? Why, why would he get a late model? You're gonna go Lucas Oil, World of Outlaw, late model racing? Yeah, I could see him going late model racing. So I could too. Over, I would, I see him picking pace, that over. Pace more. Yeah, it does. You know, and he's got the the financial backing to to do all the traveling, yeah. to do oh, all the God traveling me. that you know the World Outlaws or the or the Lucas Oil late models would uh, require. I don't think he's right. I, I don't think he's ready for Lucas Oil with those boys. No, it's a that's a tough crowd. That's that's like the Super Dirt Car Series of late models right there. Yeah. A, and speaking of Watertown, New York's own Tim McCready now took over the point lead. In the Lucas Oil late models with that win at Hagerstown. Yep. He's close, dude. He, he was close a couple years ago. A freaking flat tire in the last race cost in the championship. I'd like to make it out to Hagerstown once. It's like a four-hour drive for me. It's four. Oh, uh, you. It's a cool track. I've been there twice. It's it's pretty cool. My uh, my it's aunt and uncle live. My aunt and uncle live 15 minutes from the track, so I could just crash there. Yeah, there you go. Uh, uh I would definitely say yeah, it's a track worth going to. You been there? Yeah, twice. I saw uh, two World of Outlaw shows plus Super Late Models. It was awesome. Oh, nice. Was yeah. it like a half mile? Half yeah. mile track? And, and fast. And real fast. Long straightaways, tight turns? 
something like that. Yeah, you don't you don't uh you get hit with chunks of clay, not dust. Nice. It's the red clay. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I like red. I like tracks that are red clay, like Baps. I don't yes, know what it is. Yes, Grove. Yeah, Seelands yeah. Grove is like that, right, Jennifer? Mm-hmm. If you're uh, Jennifer, just joined us like 45 <laughs> minutes late, so fired. I had I had a work meeting. I'm sorry. The 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 show he, manager he was, is late. Yeah, to the show. yeah. He was stuck in traffic at home, walking downstairs <laughs> or something like that. Ugh. All right, so let's talk about Pen Can. I mean, the kid Alex won, put a hell of a slide job on Showtime, Danny Tyler. And then Danny yes. Tyler, and then Danny Tyler acts like a little crybaby in Victory Lane, and then his wife comes and uh, sucker punches a 16-year-old. If, if you ask me, that was a veteran <laughs> pass. That, 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 that was a veteran move, you know. Tyler left the bottom open just a little bit, and Alex is like, you know what? There's enough room there for me. <laughs> yeah, ready? Bye. Bye. Yeah. See ya. Yeah. That, that, so, that, that was a veteran move. I mean, and, and maybe uh, Danny Tyler was just mad because he just got schooled by a 16-year-old. He got schooled. You don't I mean, act, was, you don't I think it was more like of a, that, I think, I think it was, I think it was uh, more of an ego that was hurt than him actually not winning. Maybe he knew his wife was going to be mad. <laughs> probably, yeah, he probably spotted her. Like, maybe he hey. should keep her at home. <laughs> Locked he up got beat. Or something. He, the kid put a phenomenal move on him, and you lost. Yeah. 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 Why not give credit where credit's due? Yeah. I would shake the kid's hand like, that's a hell of a move. I'll get you next time or something, yeah. whatever. Like some of the uh, people wrote in our racing group there. And, and then not only that, but he got that, his wife acting like a fool, got him disqualified. So right. uh, the, the race was 1400 to win. So let's say second place paid a thousand bucks. Your wife just cost you a grand. Yeah. You get nothing. You literally went and sucker punched a kid over 400 bucks. I was going to say for beating on a kid. You know? and, it, and you can get in trouble because that's assaulting a minor. Yes. Well, yeah, if they want to get technical, they could. If they want to get, yeah, exactly. There yeah, was absolutely zero reason for the behavior and that nonsense. She she should be not allowed at that track for the rest of the year, but whatever. I don't, I don't think Alex is the kind of the kid. I don't think he's oh, going to push no. the issue because nah. he's not that kind of person. He's just going to be like, hey, whatever. But the track might. The, tra- yeah, the track might, but I the think track they, might, but they're 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 going to be hurting for cars, so they're yeah, probably they don't, not. They, they don't want the negative uh, publicity. You already have; it's too late now. Yeah, but I think they're <laughs> gonna, I think they want that just to kind of go away. I don't think they want any of that. All right, so the scoop is uh, to to make things even more interesting. They were going to take the win away from Alex, which I think is total BS. You right? You want to know the reason why? Ready, Jennifer? Aggressive driving. Two. It was an over-aggressive move. What? He didn't even touch him. This is, what do you this mean? Is... I don't understand what an over-aggressive pass or move is in dirt-modified racing. Yeah, what is, is that? This is, this is racing. This isn't, yeah, I mean, this isn't. I can see if he took him out and, like, caused him to crash. But if he did it on purpose, came up, like, slammed him. All right, you're, yeah. yeah. All right, That's yeah, I get but that. But he didn't touch him. <clears throat> oh. I've, I've seen drivers get, I've seen drivers door other drivers for oh. not getting disqualified. <laughs> exactly. I've seen. One of my favorites, uh, take out now his owner of his car. I saw, literally just dump his ass for a win. Just dumped him. <laughs> yeah. It's, so, uh, I, I, over-aggressive. So, imagine these these officials are at, like, the Knoxville Nationals. Everybody would be disqualified because they're too, they're too aggressive with their slide jobs. Oh, speaking of Knoxville, I know it was at the Nationals. It was just a regular weekly race. But my boy... Uh, my boy Sheldon Hanashu uh, coming from deep in the field for the win. Will you stop? <laughs> that boy's on fire. He's on fire. Yo, he's lit as. 
He's, what? <laughs> he's uh, he's gonna give uh, he's gonna give uh, what's his name, old Big Meow Meow, a run for his money this year. That kid is he's yeah, he's 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 making a name for himself for sure, you know. And he he's another one where it's got to be tough to you know well, you're, yeah, you're following you're following yeah. your dad's footsteps. You know, you want to make a name for yourself. You don't want to be known as you know Jack's kid. Jack, yeah, the wild child's kid. Yeah, well, look, uh, Billy Pouch Jr.'s made quite a name for himself. He's not Billy Pouch's kid. He's Billy Pouch Jr. Yeah, I just, I hate his nickname. The what, kid, the kid's kids? Yeah, the kid's kid. Yeah, I, I, like that would, if I was him, that would bother me. I don't think he cares. I, yeah, I don't think he does either. How about we he call him the only... snubber? Call, call him the snubber. The mouth snubber. The mouth snubber. Um, Well, I was watching my USAC racing Friday night from Bloomington. That's a track I'd love to go to. What a badass little little track that is. That was a good race, too. Uh, so, just for the record for the fans, uh, we have a group chat between the four of us. And Josh called it You Suck earlier, so he is no longer with the podcast. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> he, he got fired again. Again. He's on permanent assignment. So, all you guys that from the USAC come up the Eastern Swing at Grandview. That's PBR Josh. We will um, send you photo ID so you can know what he looks like, and you're uh, welcome. Especially, uh, oh, man. He called out a certain driver, didn't he? Oh, he did. Tyler Courtney. Sunshine. Then he called out Sunshine, but Sunshine's not running the tour this year. No, he's running the All-Stars. Yeah, so joke's on Josh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh. All right, here's the guys. Oh, Jennifer, you're going to watch for this guy right here. Kevin okay. Thomas Jr., who won, who won on uh, Friday night at Bloomington. Uh, just watch for. Oh, you don't even care. You're gonna be cleaning money in the, the pitch stand. <laughs> watch for Briggs Danner. Against the four tens. I think so. I, I think he does all right. He'll get in. I mean, he did down in Florida. He yeah, and actually fished Florida. and he got it. What a top ten. I think so. Yeah. Hey, Dude, you I'll, know. Tell you, I'll tell you what. That, that kid beats those Nashville boys. That's impressive. I'm not saying he can't. I'm not, don't get me wrong. You know, you know what's funny is well, not, <laughs> not funny, but uh, you know, Briggs is really full stride in the sprint cars now. So everyone just pays attention to sprint cars. What they don't realize is how good he still is in a modified. Yeah, he is. You know, he uh, he came from deep in the field at Bridgeport on Saturday, and I think came out with a top ten. Um, I'm still saying I'm still picking him as my 2021 USAC East Coast champ. Yeah, I, I I'm, 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 he's going to, he's, I say he brings the title home this year. I agree with that. And, you know, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing Christian, uh, Bruno with Russell yeah. races. Uh, he, uh, finished third Friday night at Bridgeport in the 600s. So that's what he's running like 600s and stuff like that right now at this time. Yeah. He's, he's doing the 600s full time. Okay. And then, uh, he's, I guess got some select shows with the, the 360. 360. Yeah. The, the 360s. Yep. That's another. That that was another good interview. What a, what a good young man. Very well spoken. Oh, absolutely. Very well spoken. So we have a nice we have a nice little uh, entourage of young guys. Dylan guys. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Diamond Dylan heard had a good run at Grandview. He did. That kid's uh, impressive. Cressley three and fade one. One against. You, you broke up there, what'd you say? Oh, I said, um, 
Cressley three and fade once again Saturday at Grandview. So uh, he's, he's got one more left in him for the year, and that's you know. Creighton Creighton yeah. had a had a had a a tough start Saturday night. You know, because uh, Mike was too busy eating ice cream. Yeah, yeah. Started 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 deep in the field there for his heat and had to go to the Concy. And then pretty much a caution free uh feature. Went from nineteenth to eleventh. That's a nice run. Yeah. That's a pretty good run. Uh Anthony Perego wins at Orange County. Oh uh Oh yeah. Nothing, There's nothing. more crap. What the hell's going on over the weekend? Yeah, what, I, what's going on at Outlaw? Uh oh that too. I forgot about that too. So we had like Three incidences over. Yeah, so Stewart, Friesen, Hill, we don't even care. We got, like, fights going on and wives coming around beating her husbands on Geraldo and shit like that. It was like a Jerry Springer weekend in racing. Yeah, dude, it's like uh, it's like all the tracks open up and people don't know what to do. They're all used to being in quarantine. Well, Dipple was asked by, I think, oh, uh, yeah, he, he was that. asked to, yeah, he was, yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm talking about. He was asked to leave because... Because he had to be stupid. It was hitting uh, Hollywood. Craig Mitchell has been racing Orange County for quite a number of years now. He's like he's a weekend warrior guy. Yeah. And uh, I guess he's come out for his. Well, they both didn't qualify. I guess he was coming out for his concy and what Rooster Tail his crew or something yeah. like that. So well, he was told. So well, after the heat race, they made uh, contact. They made a yeah. Dipple pretty. I don't know exactly what happened, but there's a lot of contact between the two of them, so they were both disqualified. Yep. From the heat race. Yep. And then I guess, I'm guessing there was, I don't know if there was one or two consies, uh, but when Dipple was going out for his consie, allegedly Rooster tailed a bunch of mud all over Mitchell's crew, and that's when Brett Hearn was like, now nah, you're done for the night. Sent him packing. And now, just announced that he's gone to Bristol, so <laughs> good, good, good luck, everybody, at Bristol. Yeah, see now you're you're racing with the big boys down there. Yeah, they're not going to do shit. I know a couple of them that's that will have no problem coming up smacking you right in your mouth. Yeah. So whatever. Um. What? What? Yeah. What was up with Shepard and Siri? I guess Shepard pulled a slide job on him and won. So. Not. No, I think it was a little bit more. Well, we know was, we, we, we know we know the backstory of that. There was some. I think there was some contact there, but apparently, like the lap before. Siri moves somebody out of the way to take the lead. So Shepard's like, oh, well, I guess if he wants to pass people like that, I could pass him like that for the lead on the last lap. What do you and, think of that? Uh, yeah, and I guess Siri didn't take the liking to it. And so, and uh, and so in, uh, in Shepard's interview, I guess uh, they asked him about Siri's displeasure, and uh, Shepard pretty much said maybe he should worry about his uh, track surface. <laughs> Yeah, and a lot of the fans who were up there said pretty much echo what Shepard said about that. Yeah. Why, yeah. why don't you why don't you uh, concentrate on being an owner promoter and how about don't drive your stock car anymore? Yeah, and here's the problem: uh, when you have that many classes running on a track at night, that's a lot of laps. How? Do, yeah. How, how do you prep a track for that many laps? To be and prepared? you're having 360 sprint cars as a normal class too. On top of that. Yeah, like sprint cars alone. We'll eat a track up. up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, dude, there's no reason to have the track maintenance equipment have their own feature. There's no reason for that. No, no. no. There's I, there, uh, people are getting out there saying one o'clock. They're like, there's a lot of fans in our group who are like, probably not going to go back there anymore. I mean, 
you remember when we had Tommy Collins on, which seems like forever ago, they're like, you know, we'd be getting home and the sun be coming up. Yeah, and they're not too far from – oh, congratulations on them. They got a small block. They did. They'll be running Thunder Mountain. Yeah, I'm way excited. I'm very excited for them for that. Yeah, that's, that's cool. That's really cool. We got we to gotta get Tommy back on. Yeah, we'll see. And speak about his uh, – Well, we'll see what the – we'll see if Jacqueline remembers to actually mail my shirt this time before we even go there. Yeah, true. Because she forgot last time. Yeah, remember at Big Diamond, she picked it out of the trunk of the car all here, shook it off. I'm like, wow, <laughs> wow. Pick the cobwebs off of it. Oh, but they have two. They have an American racer sportsman class and a Hoosier. What? Why? Pick a tire. Yeah, that's that outlaw, which is weird because. That's what I'm talking about, which is stupid. You're yeah, your American every... racer track. Yeah. So just be American racer. You don't need. You don't need that. I know. I agree. It's... So what you have? Um. All right. So will the 2000 to 2015 602 crate, if you purchase a motor in those years, they'll have a class over their own. It's, uh, I, I, I guess, I guess Siri lives off of that back door money, the back gate money. Well, you know what? You're going to need more classes then if you keep losing fans because of it. That's true. As I think it's probably through the, put the bar in the pit area. He's like, oh man, got all these classes coming in. I need the bang bangers to be able to go over and have a beer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, yeah, that, that, I, I don't know. I don't even think I'm going to go there either. Which is disappointing because I really did want to go. So did I. But, dude, I want to get home before Thursday because I got to go to work like everybody else. <laughs> yeah, because it does look like a cool track. looks like a very fast track. Yeah, I mean, what Big Diamond at least should be home Sunday morning-ish. Yeah, in time for church. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know if I'm going there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, when the priest – yeah, I, I, I don't know, it sucks, dude. Man. It's, it sucks. It's – uh. You don't want to see any tracks do terrible, you know. And, and no, you, you don't. You, but you hate to hear bad reviews from a track. Sometimes they do it to themselves, too. I'm sorry to say that. I, I think sometimes tracks try to overdo it. Keep right. it simple. Keep it simple. Like we were talking before the show started. Keep it simple. Three classes. Three classes is all you need. It used to be BlackRock, Dundee. You had It's a modified track, so keep it three classes of modifieds. Yeah, I mean. You don't need. This tire manufacturer, sportsman, you don't need that. I just don't get that. Yeah, three classes. Maybe a fourth special one on, I don't know, every month or every other week or something like that or something. For a sportsman class, too, that's got to get expensive if you want to run both of those. That's a lot of tires. Yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. That, How that do you point, do that? If you want to make it, I think what you, what you should do is just, open the tire rule for the sportsman instead of having two different tire classes just do an open ruled sportsman class open tire rule run run whatever tires you want i think i think yeah i good. yeah I, I agree with that yeah. Yeah, good i'll cut down on the sportsman yeah and then run your modifieds of course and then i don't know have a, a crate and then run those four cylinders every other week, whatever you want to do, because Afton does that too. The bang so bangers, the bang bangers. Maybe ask Gage Martinez if he wants to come up and, and uh, run. Or maybe not. They might try to steal your lady too, though. You no, know this week is kids. <laughs> it's Eastern Storm. Yes, it is. Yeah. Start, start, is it starting Thursday? Thursday at Grand Pew Pew. What's the schedule for the Eastern Storm? Um, they race at night. 
Okay. Good. Cool. Thursday. <laughs> Thursday. Thursday's <laughs> Grandview. Friday's Big Diamond. Bridgeport Saturday, or is that Sunday? No. It's definitely not on Saturday. They're not going to run uh, where, Wingless 410s on. Where right. are they going to Saturday? They going? Are they hitting Baps this year? I think they, they hit, are hitting Baps this year. Are they hitting Baps? Hold on, I'm going to pull it up right now. Might go to the videotape. Pull that up. Um, Saturday they'll be at Port Royal. Ooh. Oh, that would be awesome to see them there. Probably be boring. All right, so here we go. Here we go. Oh, really? Oh, you know, I got the flow app. I can watch that while I'm at Orange County. Yeah, I'm going to a race this weekend. <laughs> Wait, this has got to be wrong. This week's, not, this week's not Eastern Storm, is it? Yes. Yeah. Because this is the this article, well, this is from November, saying June. <laughs> well, maybe that was because of the vid. Oh, actually, it's early this year, I believe. Yeah, this this has it. Uh, this has it. June fifteenth at Grandview, June sixteenth at Bridgeport, June seventeenth Sealands Grove, June eighteenth Williams Grove, June nineteenth Port Royal, and June twentieth Bloomsburg Fairgrounds. All right, so make that April and add a couple of days to those dates. Yeah, there you have it. All right, Grandview four twenty two, twenty third Big Diamond. Oh crap! Hold on. 20, yeah. 24th, BAPS, 25th, uh, what is That's it? Sunday, I Cat believe. Cat Valley. Really? Yeah. Really? That should be interesting. And that's it, right? Are they yeah. going? That's it? Just four? Four nights, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. That's an interesting little schedule. Precisely. Cat Valley really throws me for a surprise there. Yeah, so does Grandview. I mean... They do that every year. Yeah, they do need to take that off the schedule. It rains every year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, you know so what? Take, right, so, it take, does. so take it off the schedule. Yeah, so it might rain. Can you take it off the schedule? Never can. Mm-mm. Yeah, replace it with Bridgeport. I'd rather see it at Bridgeport or real race track. <gasps> what? Oh. Oh, wait. That's not nice. No, no. Uh, I like no, Tina. Those, uh, Tina, also, Tina's a huge supporter of us. So. Mm-hmm. Um. But the, the, those guys do like racing that track a lot. And I think Brady Bacon's won the last couple times. I mean, Brady Bacon's pretty damn good. Hey, dude, everybody loves bacon. I mean, come on. That's it. <laughs> That's why I get the Brady Burger at Bridgeport because it has bacon on it. And it's, yeah, there you go, Brady Bacon. <laughs> 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 all right. It's going to be, all right, I'm calling all the winners and who's winning the whole Eastern Storms thing. Brady Bacon. Brady Bacon, some more bacon, and some more bacon. It's a lot of bacon. That's a lot of bacon. That's a lot of bacon. That's about a pound of bacon right there. Review. Chris Windham. Ooh, Big Daddy. Big, yeah, Big Daddy. Um, Big Diamond. Bacon. Baps, I'm going with. I'm going with my guy now because he drives a Dr. Pepper. Kevin Thomas Jr. What about Path Valley? Path Valley's wide open. I'm going to. All right. Ready? Do it. CJ Leary. Ooh. The 2021 Eastern Storms champion is going to be Chris Windham, Big Daddy. Ooh. 
I really thinking outside the box there with that pick. Yeah, who are you gonna pick? Andy Bichetti? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going Brady Bacon. What, all all four sweep it all. Or yeah, all clean yeah. sweep, clean sweep. Are you serious? Yep, clean That's sweep. That's hard. Wow. Yeah, that way Mike could be at least 25% if he wins one of them out of the four. <laughs> that, that, that's about as hard as someone picked in the poll today or race other than Stuart Friesen. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Or, or get PBR Josh to actually promote our business. Um, oh, my or, God. Or come on the show. Or come on the show, yeah. yeah. All right, so who's the overall? T- you're taking bacon and everything. Four, you're sweeping it and taking it all. Well, not only is he on that, but he's going to be the overall 2021 USAC champion. That's a possibility. That's a very strong possibility. Guy's good. The guy's very good. He gets a bacon good. sponsorship, though. Yeah, he does. He's from Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. He needs, which is right outside of Oklahoma City, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not, who cares? Yeah, who cares? It's Oklahoma. They have, I mean, one, he was, they have, they have one cool race a year. Yeah, it's called the Chili Bowl. Yeah. Um. He had a nice race with uh, Kevin Thomas. He got Kevin Thomas Jr. about four to five to go, and those two were battling. Kevin Thomas got him. And I haven't watched any USAC racing this year. Well, you're not a USAC guy, really. I am. I, I don't mind it. I, I'd I, rather, I, I, I really love it. I really do. I just love it. I'd rather watch wingless sprints than wing sprints. Well, they are. Yeah, well, you know they are. Yeah, so would I, definitely. Dude, Bloomington. I think, I think, I think uh, to drive a wingless 410 takes some big kahunas. You know? Oh yeah, because it's it's to me it's all you, dude. They throw a slide job starting halfway down the back stretch. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's one hundred percent driver right there. Uh, they go, those guys. Yeah, it is. They go for it too. They yeah. really go for it. Yeah, they put on a good show. I I, lo- I love it. I really love it. Yeah, they do. All right, so who's gonna be the um, national USAC champion twenty twenty one? Brady Bacon. I don't know if he's racing the full time midget tour though. Oh, you talking midgets now? Yeah, midgets. You're. I already know what you picked for everything. You picked like uh, so like I picked Mahaney. You're picking bacon. Ah oh man, I don't know about midgets now because my guy left. Who sunshine? Sunshine. Yeah, he was my guy first, all right. Now he's my guy in All Stars. So. Yeah, I always I always like Tyler Courtney. All right, ready? I'm picking Chris Windham. Is he running the midget tour full time? Running, running. He's going for the triple crown this year. Oh, damn. And the Silver Crown. So, the Silver Crown, I'm going Chris Windham, Chris Windham, and... Chris Windham. <clears throat> no, I'm not. I'm not picking him in the sprints. Hmm. 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 All right. It's either going to be my guy, Kevin Thomas Jr., because he's Tyler getting his Siri. shit together. You know, it's not going to be Tyler Siri, you goofball. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle Cummings. Hmm. I don't know who those guys are. I know. So that's why I said it. So <laughs> that's what you forget for piquetting me last week. <laughs> that's a good one. I know. I still think about it. Like, God damn, Mike. I was listening to that uh, episode uh, one day this week. I was just cracking up. <laughs> just fucking piquetting. <laughs> cracking up. People, people ask me, like, how, they're like, how do you listen to yourself? I'm like, it was weird at first, but now I'm just. Yeah, now we're so used to it. Yeah, I don't care. I Dude, you just episode. you just way threw me off my game when you said you know who's gonna win it. You're like Andy Piketty, like fuck, <laughs> who am I gonna pick now? I have wait, you can't do that to me. But uh, but you know, 
Okay, okay, okay. Bristol this weekend. Two races. Who you got? Uh-oh. Who you oh, got? I don't know. That's a tough one. Who you got? I don't know. I don't got? know. I honestly don't know. You got to pick someone for each night, Friday and Saturday. Who's going down there? I don't know. Is there a list somewhere? The, the, the 40, Dirt Series tour guys and who? Like 45 <laughs> drivers that were invited. Friday night, I'm picking Mike Goulart. Ooh. I don't even know who's going. He's going. Not Brett Presley. Well, I know he's not. No, Cresley's not going. Yeah, no, he, he didn't get invited. What? Are you, kidding, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> JK, JK. I love, we love you, Brett. Uh, <laughs> JK, uh, oh, now we're talking text. What does that mean? Um, <laughs> uh, I'm going Friday night. <laughs> I'm, I'm going Matt Shepard. Oh, there's a shock. I mean, well, I mean, obviously, you know, he's my favorite driver, but... He's also really good at tracks he's never raced at before. He seems to get things figured out a lot quicker than most. Well, mechanical engineer. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. There you go. Hmm. Saturday? Hmm. I, I want to say it, but I already picked him to win way too much. I put a lot on his plate already. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mahoney. 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 Saturday? Decker, Billy Decker. I, no, I'm going. I'm going Williamson. I think the Mats take the weekend. Well, there you go. All right, you know what? Just to be a jerk, I'm going to pick the Mikes. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Goulart and Mike Mahaney. Yep, I'm going with the Mikes. You got the yeah. Mikes. I got the Mats. There we go. There you go. All right, because I, you know, I can't like. We gotta get that little dude back on too. Which one? Williamson. Oh. I don't yeah, know. We uh-huh. can find time for his Bud Lights and chicken wings. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> gonna make time. All right, kids. I think that's about all the time we have this week. Yes, yes, yes. I have to close this out. We're getting tired. You're probably getting tired. We're all getting tired. We're getting old. All right. This has been another episode of The Loud Pedal, brought to you by The Comfort, Comfort Experts. The Comfy Experts. And they can make you comfy. comfy. They will make you comfy. <laughs> they are all race fans at The Comfort Experts, if you guys know that. Hence to all the sponsorship all over the place. Especially the uh, Danny Johnson reveal for this weekend. Yeah. Uh, I can't yeah. believe you're not taking your favorite driver this weekend. It's a curse. I, I don't. I never no. pick my favorites. Um, <laughs> so we know how I feel about Goulart and Mahaney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Oops. I forgot where I was. Thanks. <laughs> yep. They're gonna make you feel comfy. They're gonna make you feel comfy. They are also owned, operated by. They're race fans, right? And you will not find an HVAC plumbing company more immersed in the racing community. Comfort Experts is owned and operated by drivers, sponsors, and car owners. Stay up to date with Team Comfort Racing at www.teamcomfortracing.com and like the Team Comfort Racing on Facebook and Instagram. And you can also like the Loud Pedal Podcast on Facebook, so please like us and follow us. And Instagram. And Instagram. Yeah, that's correct. So signing out for Michael Clark Griswold. Jennifer, I'm always late. 
our manager to co-host this with the Moses Housefin. And of course me, the mouth. And you've been black flagged. Shut the f up!